Beer Podcast is brought to you by these cool dudes. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Red Beard Podcast. This is Cooley. Yeah. And I'm hanging out with <laughs> such an awful pause to start it off with. I'm Tony. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> so you know what that means. It's Friday. <laughs> and it's cold. Yeah, dude. It's this is our second snow of the season, I guess. Jesus, right? I hate New England. I don't know. I like it. I like snow. I like yeah. cold weather. Yeah. Yeah. Look right. at my skin tone. <laughs> That's it, why I no, like I, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Like for so I'm not melanin deficient. At all, I, I actually love the sun and I love like warmth. Right. And um, I guess I, I might run a little. I might run a little cold, like in the blood. So, like when winter time hits, I'm just a. I'm a fucking popsicle, bro. Right. Right. <laughs> I actually don't have a problem with cold weather. I love it. I I like stepping outside and actually being able to like take that deep breath in and it's like that cold fresh air mm. instead of walking outside not being able to breathe it's just awful humidity i'm sweating like you can always that's put heaven. on see <laughs> that's heaven to me see i hate that man like i don't like hot weather because that's uncomfortable to me like I, I can always put on a layer if i'm cold yeah i hate i hate cold weather i love that hot and humid weather because when it does finally get to the point where it's uncomfortable, I can just dip inside real quick. Yeah, but I mean... Hit some AC up, soak it up, and then go back out and, and get comfortable again because what you can't turn off the winter. You know what I mean? Right. And when you get inside, sometimes that artificial heat, it takes a long time to warm you up after you've been like hit by old man winter. Right. You know? I don't know. I feel... I, I kind of disagree. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I also think like if it's cold outside, you can pop inside. <laughs> Like, like it's going to be warmer anyway. Like I keep my heat on though, you know, like hot, like hot to thaw myself out to me is it's, it's, it's more difficult because I feel like I literally have blocks of ice flowing through my, my veins. Maybe you're just a cold person. Yeah. You're a cold blooded person. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> it's a, I'm it's not the denying evil. It. It's the evil <laughs> that I'm keeps you denying. cold. <laughs> I'm not denying that fact. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So what's good with you, man? What's been going on? Nothing, man. Uh, just a busy week. You know, I officially started my uh, hardcore like workout regimen. You know, we, we talked about it last week on the podcast, um, but uh, it's officially been kicked off for the since Monday. Uh, I've already lost like four pounds. Nice. Yeah. It's just literally I'm using this app called running on top of a workout routine. So I run for about 30 to 40 minutes interval training. So I'll do like I'll go like really fast for maybe about like two and a half minutes and then I'll slow down for two minutes and then bring it back up. But I do that for 40 minutes and then I actually go into the weight room and do like weights. Hmm. Today was the only day where I did just cardio. So I was there for like 40 minutes and like I already feel a difference. I already feel better. Just got to keep it going because come April, there's that show. So I have what January, February, March. I have three and a half months to get in shape for this. Now, are you following somebody else's routine or have you made something up for yourself that uh, you can possibly put together for our listeners? Uh, well, I could, I mean, I could definitely put something together, but it's, it's, I could tell people what I'm doing, but there, like I said, there's an app called running. Um, I'm not doing the premium thing. I'm literally just doing like the free one. There's like a, you know, a fake personal trainer that's kind of built in and she tells you when to go, when to walk, when to run, when to sprint. And then there's also, um, Another workout that I'm doing called Kino Body, which um, 
you guys have probably seen the stuff online, but he has like a, a couple different workouts and I'm basically following that uh, strength training on top of this app. And um, I've worked with a personal trainer before, so I know what I have to eat. I just usually don't like to do it. So I'm kind of following that, what I, what I did before to get in shape. So yeah. Word. Yeah. So what have you been doing, man? Uh, you know, working. Yeah. Same yeah. shit, different day. Same shit, different day. Here, yeah. Uh, I was uh, so at work. Uh, one of my one of my bosses. It was funny because, like, you know how you know, in our environment, we're allowed to like listen to music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was by myself, um, like because for whatever reason, that's how things were scheduled. So I'm by myself and I'm doing my job. I'm in the workshop, okay, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like because I'm by myself. I'm not worried about any like HR stuff so i'm listening to some music right i'm just right, like listening right, to whatever right. i want to listen to you know so i got like buckshot krs1 uh black moon like i mean i'm talking like underground hip-hop from the 80s so right pretty much anything goes right um and then you know one of our, our managers walked in and so like my phone was far enough away from me that I couldn't like jump to like press pause or anything like that. So <laughs> right. like I'm just trying to engage. I'm just like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? What are you in here for? What What do you need? Because um, <laughs> like I'm trying to like distract them from like, hearing yeah. from hearing what's on. And uh, <laughs> so so uh, I guess I guess she had like heard you know, what I was listening to and, and came into the office of what she got going on here. So I start, I'm like, I'm still like trying to redirect and refocus the conversation. So I start telling them what I'm doing and blah, and like, no, no, no. I mean, what's, what, what you got playing? So I told them what it was and they were like, can, can I take over the, uh, the speaker? Right. Yeah. So I, I gave them control of the speaker and, and I'm thinking like, I, I, I don't know why, but I'm thinking to myself, no, I'm going to hear some, uh, maybe some kind of like motivational speaker or yeah, like they're yeah. going to need you know, some like better yourself like thing. Cause like, cause what else what do you, you need to do? Yeah, what, <laughs> what else do you play for the know. guy that's yeah. playing like HR or work inappropriate stuff on the speaker? So I'm just like, Oh God, what am I in for? And literally she starts playing Biggie Smalls, the 10 crack commandments <laughs> and starts rapping it. And I'm just like, Wow. Okay. So, like, you just took me to another level here. Like, you may be the coolest manager I ever knew. Right. Right. It was. Right. It was great. It was. A, it was a wonderful moment. All right. <laughs> Blew I, my mind. I think. I. I think I have a feeling. I know who that is too. Yeah. So, but um. Yeah. That. That's cool, man. That's but cool. But it, but it's hilarious because like you don't expect any manager to come into a room and like start playing Biggie Smalls' The Ten Crack Commandments. Yeah. And know all the words. Oh yeah. That's a, that's the a song, man. That's a, that's legit. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's notorious, dude. Come on. Um, oh, man, that's sick. That's a good story. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, dude, you and I were texting the other night. Uh, we watched uh, Celebrity Apprentice with the new Arnold Schwarzenegger. So yeah, what did man. you think of it? Oh, dude, I loved it. Dude, he's the man. I loved it because because anything he says, I, I'm, I'm instantly entranced because of his Austrian accent, mm-hmm. right? Like... He can say anything, and it just sounds either hilarious or cool. Right. Right? It's one or the other. It's never, it's never anything in between. Mm-hmm. It never sounds awful. It never sounds horrible. You never like... It's always either funny or cool. Yeah. Right? And, and it's all based on... I guess that's based on me being a child of the 80s and growing up and hearing Arnold Schwarzenegger deliver all his one-liners. Right, right. right. And there's my cat, everybody. Say and what's up. Red, Red loves Arnold, too. 
Red um, Red loves to just be part of the podcast as often as possible. He likes to just like shout out stuff in the background. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, no, Arnold, dude, he definitely is is killing it uh, this round. He, I mean, so far, I mean, it's only been one episode or what was it? Yeah, it's one episode. But I I was on the fence at first because I was like, I don't know how serious I'm going to be able to take him, but. When he like walks into the into the room the first time mm-hmm. into that outside they're all lined up, you know he he literally just says, you know he's like welcome this is Celebrity Apprentice you know <laughs> like I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger like holy shit like this guy not only <laughs> was a bodybuilder was a film like blockbuster star was governor of California like this guy most people will want to make fun of him just because of the way he talks but like he's accomplished a ton. You know, and it's hard to kind of ignore that. So I feel like, yeah, I, I maybe as as fun as it is to watch him, if I was in that environment, I think I'd be extremely intimidated as well. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, this guy's just, he's got done so much and he's such a smart guy. Um, but I, I, I don't know how I felt about his taglines, though. I just... Like, Dude, I the- liked I liked the terminated thing. <laughs> the terminated thing I was fine with because it makes sense. And and when we first started, we doing all knew this he podcast, was gonna, Yeah, I even said I was like his tagline is going to be "You're terminated" because yeah, that just makes it's sense. Gotta be. Yeah, it has to be. Um, but I didn't expect him to say "No, get to the Java." <laughs> like, that, was, that was awesome. <laughs> it was it was good, but it was cheesy the way he did it. I was like, but then NBC actually had a chopper. A chopper. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only reason. Like because I because I was thinking to myself, I'm like totally he, unnecessary. Like I mean, you could they could have taken the elevator downstairs, gotten the limo like everybody else. But oh yeah, they went upstairs, gotten the chopper for the chopper to probably fly three feet and land. Yeah, <laughs> and get them to a limousine. But I will say this though, you can't say get to the chopper and not have a chopper because that would have just been bad yeah you know what i mean so they uh, what, what if it was like a a, a motorcycle leg chopper you know what i mean <laughs> give it the chopper <laughs> <laughs> no. but i can't ride <laughs> i mean i that would have been really bad but i i think overall uh it was it was super cool man uh he had another what was his other line it wasn't get to the chopper it was hasta la vista, yeah, baby. Hasta la vista baby i was like oh my god dude but, the uh <laughs> hey what about the story that he told to Snooky though? Like when when she was like when she was saying, I just did what I was told, and he was like, Oh, right, if you're gonna just do what you're told, that's not how you right? Like and, and then he started talking about how he like ran naked through the quad, like <laughs> yes. trying to promote his gym because because <laughs> he wanted to do something different and outside the box. I was like, This guy's a <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know if he was <laughs> Mr. Universe streaking naked through the quad so he could like promote the gym or whatever. I don't know if he was ass naked though, because he did say that he had like a like a like a thong type thing on, uh, like yeah. a really tight, you know. Close walk- enough. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like tech naked's one thing, but I mean if he's walking through just being like, come on. <laughs> Like, come to my gym. Look at my arms. <laughs> like, I would have been like, all right, well, that's Arnold. And he's you like, three I mean? months later, we were the most productive gym. <laughs> yeah, well, that works if you're already jacked, which he was. <laughs> if, if like, some fat guy runs through the quad, he's come like, to come gym. to my gym. Yeah, I'm totally sure you're going to follow him. Uh, anyway. So no, but you know, all in all, I think they did a really good job. The other guy that was there, did you catch that? Where, um, who's the the uh, the black girl the, uh, uh, in the second the second round? No, first Portia. round. Portia. Yeah, she's one of the housewives, right? Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, she um, 
she was talking and then Arnold like looks to the guy to the right and says something in Austrian. And there were subtitles that said she never stops talking. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know this guy speaks Austrian. <laughs> they started being like, oh, no, no, no. I'm looking at that guy and I'm saying to myself, is this like his a relative of his or like, that's what I didn't get. I forgot exactly who they introduced him, but his I don't know. Patrick. I don't know like what, what else, what he's, where he's from, what he does or whatever. Cause, uh, Something that, and I don't know, she might hear this, she might not, but uh, something that Courtney does that, I don't know if it, it doesn't necessarily annoy me, but it kind of ruins the experience of some shows. Like, in you know, the beginning of the show, like when they're going through all the little things and introducing people and stuff like that. Right, right. She just fast forwards through it. Oh, dude. Well, I feel like. So it's like it's because I'm saying it's not really annoying, like right, like because like it's like it's understandable. Like we don't really want to watch all of that because some of it's boring and unnecessary, right? But like things like Patrick, like I have no idea who Patrick is, right? I well, I feel like the like for Celebrity Apprentice and things like that, I I think it's always good to kind of have like an intro. But when you're watching something like um, America's Got Talent. Like their intros are so long and they go through like the judges walking in and they're sitting down and then like what happened last week? It's like, okay, yeah, I don't give a shit. And that's let's just get, get to it. the show. That's where but, I like, get that's it. That's where I get it. Yeah. But Celebrity Apprentice, I feel like they well, like, do like a when, quick recap. They, like in, in like those like America's Got Talent things, even when like like they do, um, you know, the judges like re- reactions. Yeah. Like I don't need to see all that. Yeah. And like she'll fast forward through that and I get that. But like, but like you said, like Celebrity Apprentice, you're introducing like the, the panel and stuff like that. I know who Tyra Banks is. I know who... Arnold Schwarzenegger is, but who the fuck is Patrick? Yeah. Who's Patrick? Well, I mean, next time I watch it, I'm definitely going to pay attention. Yeah, figure it out. Um, But Celebrity Apprentice was cool, man. Uh, I do really want to talk into uh, how, or talk about the fact that Donald Trump just felt the need to kind of like trash Arnold and say that his (laughs) ratings were really bad. You know what I mean? Which I thought was funny. Um, But Arnold Schwarzenegger came back. like automatically with a quote. Um, well, he did two things. One was a quote that he had actually previously posted where he was, uh, it was a quote that uh, went from one of Abraham Lincoln's inaugural uh, speeches. And he basically sent that to Trump and said, study this. <laughs> like, this is a quote that you should be very, you should be in tune with and, and so forth. Um, but there was another, uh, there was another really good um, quote that he actually threw out there and he put, to Trump, because Trump basically said uh, that his ratings were bad. And Arnold said, um, I wish you the best of luck, and I hope you'll work for all of the American people as aggressively as you worked for your ratings. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's awesome. Like, basically shut him down right away. Yeah. There's nothing he can say to that. Um, and he's also been in the, in the political arena. So Yeah, he, he basically said the people's, the, the people's work is the most important work. Right. Right. So so that's he's basically telling Trump, shut the fuck up and do your job. Yeah. Right. Don't worry about my ratings. Right. Right. Then then he's like like he's like you said, he said he had that quote from Lincoln's inaugural. Right. That he that he told Trump to study. Um, I hope it inspires you. But uh, I'm going to play it right now. now. After yesterday's election, I've been thinking a lot about this quote from one of my heroes, President Lincoln. I think it is an important message for all of us today. And I'm sure that you want to hear me read Lincoln's speeches in my Austrian accent. Here we go. We are not enemies, but friends. We must not be enemies. Though passion may have strained, it must not break our bonds of affection. 
the mystic chords of memory, stretching from every battlefield in Patriot Grave to every living heart in Hearthstone all over this broad land, will yet swell the course of our union when again touched, as surely they will be, by the better angels of our nature. Isn't it wonderful? I love this quote. And remember the day, the campaign is over, the election is over, and we are not enemies. We are neighbors, we are friends, and most importantly, we are all Americans. And we have a lot of work to do to keep America great. So let's do it. And let's do it together. Yeah, it's basically throwing everything in his face, putting it all on the, on the table and directing it towards Trump, which is like, hey, man, like, look, do your thing. Let me do mine. You're not you're an executive. You're an executive producer just like me, but I'm in control now. So just right. do your job. Focus on the White House. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's I, I do think it's interesting that he's still tweeting like that's that's my only thing that that I'm not too like, all right, dude, chill out, because like when you're when you're running for president and you have this whole candidacy candidacy going and you're trying to kind of like rally people together, I feel like Twitter is a good outlet for that. And it's actually going to get people's like attention and it did and it worked. Mm -hmm. But right now I feel like you're the president. So I feel like you might need to keep Twitter, like, like put that aside for now. Like don't tweet things because you're in a completely different seat now. You know what I mean? You're no longer running for president. You are president. So I don't think you should be tweeting anything unless it's something positive about the nation. That's yeah, it. like you can tweet things, but I don't, I don't want to hear what you think about the Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, I like don't hear what you think about, you know, Toyota. Yeah, you know? like don't call out somebody because then it, it, not, it no longer becomes Donald Trump calling out somebody. It's the president calling out somebody. Right. And that just looks bad. So I feel like he might need to take a back seat on Twitter uh, as soon as he actually, you know, I mean, he's, he's you know, president elect. So I think officially when he's president, he needs to put that shit on hold for a while. Um, but anyway, man, um, so I've been watching this other show that you watched a little bit of and you haven't finished it, which is Shut Eye. What did you think about that? I so thought it far? was good so far, man. Like I'm, I'm only like three episodes in a uh, lot of a lot of twists. Um Little little cliffhangers at the end and stuff like that. And, like, you know, you can see, you know, the main character. I can't remember his name right now, but I can mm-hmm. see him, like, uh, you know, growing and and changing a little bit and, and kind of becoming more of a, you know, like a man. You know what I mean? Right, like, standing right. up for himself instead of just being a lackey. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's definitely interesting. I mean, like, because, you know, our buddy Bruce that put us onto it said this is, like, legit what happens and what goes on. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to see, like, the gypsies from this point of view uh, after seeing stuff like um, that, that show on TLC. Like, what is it? Like, My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding or something like that? Yeah, I never saw that, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, you see stuff like that, and, like, they, they paint... They, they don't really show you much of... The gypsies and like you know what their lifestyle is really like but they show you like the women in the family and you know you know that the men are out working and hustling and and doing their thing but it's they're very nomadic and they're very uh you know they don't they don't really like hold down like a a full-time job they just go out and they hustle and they make money right uh, doing side jobs and things like that but then you you get into this show and it's kind of showing you the inside of that like where you know it's more or it's almost like organized crime. Right. I mean, I, I think that um, the the show itself has a lot of growing to do. Um, 
you know, obviously it's just the first season, so there's a lot going on. But I mean, I was pretty surprised at how good it was. Like how well, I guess like how quickly it grabbed my attention. Like from the first section where he's turning over like the tarot cards and he's yeah. like and he's like, Oh, it's gonna be five hundred dollars and I'm like, people actually like pay for this shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Um but one of the things that I thought was cool is that Bruce actually told us that um he works with um you know, he's been this guy is an awesome magician, um, you know, president of the I forgot the organization, but the National Magicians Organization, basically like the, the president of the he was a president of the organization that Houdini was a president of. So he knows the shit. And he was telling me that he um, knows a lot of magicians that are were consultants on the show that literally like were brought in to actually say this is how things are done. Like, here's some of how the tricks are done. Right. You know, these are how they trick people. Um, and I thought it was really interesting. Um, I don't really want to ruin anything for you because you know you've you, you're still watching it. But when they show how some of the tricks are done, there's this thing with a box where they take out another box and there's like they pull up this thing and it looks like money, but it's fake. But they put some real money on top of it, so you think it's full. Like it's it's insane. Like how how thought out and how how invested these people are into tricking people. <clears throat> you right. know what I mean? And it's uh, it's scary how. Uh, people out there still do that so and it's interesting and what's they, scary is how people out there still believe in it yeah right like in in there's plenty of people that there, there i think there really is like a a part of people that truly believe that these are magic tricks right mm-hmm. where and there's other people who are entertained by the trickery of it right and then there are other people that just don't give a shit because they know that it's they know it's fake. They just don't know how it's done, and they, right. So I, I, I am. I fall into the category of the people that are entertained by the trickery, right. Right. Then there's, but then I'm telling you, I feel really bad for the people out there that truly believe in this shit. See, I think it's cool though. Like I think <clears throat> I find it interesting. Um, I don't know if I necessarily believe in magic, but I, you know, there are some points where like I think you do have kind of like that, that. Um, just like that uh, amazement of if this, like, I, I don't know how to figure it out. I don't know what I just saw. It, it's unbelievable to me. There's that sense of wonderment for a second, which I think that feeling in itself makes you feel like for a second that magic is real, but then you have to take a step back and be like, okay, well, how did you do it? You know? And that's where it really kind of falls into that gray area, you know? And, and, I don't know, like, but I, I, I'm on that fine line too. Like, I know that when I go to see a magician or I go to see a show, it's an illusion. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like there are some things out there that can't be explained, and that's where that gray area is. You know what I mean? So, All right. I don't know. I mean, you just don't. You, I know you're just like, how did you do it, bro? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> wow, you are a skilled man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or woman. I mean, it's equal rights now. Everybody, yeah, everybody yeah. can do magic, but um, not everybody. I mean, but everybody like that's part of like the elite, like cadre or whatever. Like uh, anyway, but you know what I mean. Like I'm just like, wow, how'd you do it? Yeah. You know, like amazing. It's amazing. Just like how did Odell Beckham make that one-handed grab? You know what I mean? Like how did <laughs> how did, yeah, like I can't do it. Right. Right. I'm not saying it's easy and anybody can do it. I'm just saying that. It's not, I don't think it's whimsical. You know what I mean? I don't think it like. Right. You know, it's you know? not real. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking around the corner for a unicorn. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then one walks around the corner. Yeah. Where's your unicorn at? <laughs> I'm a unicorn. <laughs> and then you just automatically shit your pants and pass out. I don't know. Nah, no, because you, know, no, you know what I'm doing if I see a unicorn, right? What? You taking a picture of it? No, I'm going over and I'm trying to see if that shit's real. I'm like grabbing the horn. I'm yanking on it. I'll probably get bit, probably kicked. But yeah, he'll I'm just, not. You'll probably be the only guy killed by a unicorn because you had to go over and fuck with it and piss right. it off. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's not a unicorn. I just got stabbed in the chest with a unicorn horn. Oh my god! It's real, guys. It's real. <laughs> um. So, are there any movies out there you want to see right now, man? Because I don't think there's anything out there I want to see. Like, there's nothing out there that I want to see right now. No. Um. There are things coming out. I want to see Valerian. Yeah. Uh, the the preview for that looked amazing. Like, yeah. I'm mind blown. Um. TV shows though, like I mean, there are TV shows that I'm like pumped about uh legion legion looks awesome yeah and you're watching the oa too you yeah the OA about that. I finished uh that's fantastic yeah fantastic and I, I i'm not gonna say too much about it i mean basically this this woman like dies and comes back seven years later and she was blind when she died she's not blind anymore and like it's like this really weird like it's like the tone of the show is very like somber it's like you're watching it and it's like it can it can bore you for a couple of minutes before you get like a moment where you're just like oh shit mind fucked right right um and but i mean like you get those moments often enough that it keeps you invested in the show until you finally get to like this point where the train takes off and it's just like you know your mind's getting blown every couple of minutes Mm -hmm. um so it's it's a great show great show can't wait for the next season we can talk more about it a little later uh after you get a chance to watch it but um, another show that I started watching was the was Travelers. Um, yeah, that's a that's that's amazing. It's fun from the beginning. Um, it's another one where you're kind of like watching it and you're like, "What the hell is going on?" But then once you once it all clicks, you're like, "Oh, that's awesome! Mm-hmm. It's such a great concept." Um, so I don't want to give too much away. Basically, there's there's a there's some time travelers that come back in time to stop like cataclysmic events from ruining the future, um, and you know, you gotta you gotta watch it to see like some of the cool cool things that they're doing. I mean, the concepts are fantastic. There's a lot of thought behind it. Uh, it doesn't seem like just another like Me Too time travel uh, type thing. It's definitely something that you know seems like a labor of love for the producers. So uh, check it out. It's got a really great cast. Uh, you know, some some phenomenal like special. Not re- I don't you know what not really phenomenal special effects, but phenomenal use of what they have. Right, like it's like. It's like if you gave me a small budget and I was able to take that and still make you go, oh, shit, that was awesome. Like that's that's the kind of work that they're doing. It's really good. Really well done. The production values are really nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple of movies out there that I, um, you know, w- there's one that I'm on the fence about seeing, um, which is Patriot's Day, which is the one about the Boston Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, although I live we we live very close to Boston and that was some pretty much like I think close to home for a lot of us. I just don't feel any type of connection to that movie. Um, every time I watch the preview, um, r- as soon as I see Mark Wahlberg and I forget he's in it, I'm like all set. You know, I just I'm just you know what I'm, I'm all so set over with, him. I'm like, all set with them trying to like hype these disasters, man. Like it's like, did I need a movie about nine one one? You know yeah, what I'm saying? With, yeah. 
9-11 with Nick Cage. Did I need that? Did I really need that? No, I don't want to relive that moment. Some you know people, I think, I think I don't want to relive the Boston Marathon moment. I don't want to, like, who, and, and I mean, it's, it's, ah, like, it pisses me off mm-hmm. because, for instance, 9-11 happens, right? On the day that 9-11 happens, they start scrubbing the World Trade Center from everything. Mm-hmm. Because gonna trigger some emotions in people can't do that right but you're gonna make a fucking movie about it a couple of years later <laughs> yeah that's right true. yeah like come on like you, you're gonna be if you're gonna you can't walk that line and then cross it right you know what i mean you can't be like oh no we're not gonna be insensitive and then just be totally fucking insensitive <laughs> well i think that i think 9-11 is a is was a huge enough thing. time is going by right yeah I, I don't know. By? I think I think. Um, hey, that that lady that got her legs blown off. I mean, uh, you know, you think she's okay now? You think she'd be okay with seeing this again? Well, uh, the Boston Marathon is a is a huge is is a huge thing for a lot of people. But for me, it's just like I think they're ruining it with putting Mark Wahlberg in it. And I get he's like a Boston native, and that's why they did it. But it's kind of just like, you know, I see him in the commercial. He's like, oh, we need help over here. Oh God, it's. It's a bomb. Like it's the same shit in every movie with him. Like they could have got somebody not as 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 just not Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> like, hey, Mark Wahlberg to me though is just salt in the wound. I mean, you could have put anybody in that film, and I just think it's inappropriate, man. I think it's, you know, and, and I'm not. You know, I'm not one of those guys that that really is like into like politically correct and you know being super sensitive about things. But I mean, really, like I mean, who needs to see that? Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, like, give me fiction. Give me give me some feel good fiction or give me some uh, even if you wanted to do something, something dramatic. But at the end of the day, like, you know, you catch the bad guy and whatnot. I don't need to see the real. Yeah. But you know why they're doing it, man? They're doing it because they know that if they do a movie about the Boston Marathon, tickets are going to sell because people are going to go see it. And oh, my. Oh, my God. I have to see this because it's the Boston Marathon. It really happened. And holy shit. That's why they're doing it. Like they're not doing it. They don't give a shit about yeah, people's feelings. It, they're doing it, it because years, though. You nah, know. they don't. They don't care, man. It's like make money now. It's it, the Boston Marathon is fresh in everybody's heads. It happened three, like what, two years ago? Like let's Was make some money off this. Two, three years ago. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's. Uh, I feel like it might have been longer. Yeah, than maybe that. four. I, I don't know. I, I really. I mean, all I know is that I think it was. I think it was three. But anyway, um, well, four now because 2017. But whatever. Um, so there's another movie that I'm kind of surprised that you don't want to see, which is Hidden Figures, um, which is about all the African-American women who actually had, uh, they basically provided NASA with like mathematical data to make their first mission successful. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, holy shit. It was only, it was like 2015 in April, 2015. Yeah. So it was two years. Yeah. About a year Um, and a half ago. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Like Hidden Figures. I'm surprised you don't want to see that. I don't know. I've never seen the preview for Hidden Figures. Really? Yeah. You should watch the trailer for it. Split looks awesome. Split looks good. Split looks phenomenal, and it's a uh, M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan. 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 <laughs> M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Um, he uh, M Night Shyamalan. This actually looks like it could be one of his <laughs> best <laughs> I like movies. I sped by it. Yeah, I was like M Night Shyamalan. Looks like a bit. <laughs> Well, this no. It, it looks like one of no. It's Shyamalan. <laughs> so you say it. It's just a fast name. I'm not afraid to fucking say it. Shyamalan. I didn't say it wrong like you did. <laughs> I'm just gonna say MS, and that's even worse. So, <laughs> so M Night Shyamalan's latest movie, MKS. Split. Yeah, he. Um, no, this movie actually looks good, man. It looks like 
It's got James McAvoy in it as the lead. He's mm-hmm. playing like seven different characters. If McAvoy's in it, you know it's going to be a good movie. He does a really good job at choosing his scripts and, and yeah. being in good stuff. Yeah, and this <clears throat> actually looked really interesting, and I think it it even it pulled me in a little bit more once I found out that M. Night was the director. Because I was like, he's done some interesting stuff lately. There was like that movie Devil, which took place in the elevator. Yeah. And there was another one. I forget the last movie that he the did. The Visit. The Visit. Yeah, The Visit actually wasn't that bad, but I called the ending before, before it happened. But I, I really liked it, though. I really liked that movie. It was. Becca liked it. My buddy Jim liked it, but he also figured it out. We, him and I watched it together because uh, Becca had already seen it with one of her friends. And it was, it was a good movie, but I just was able to figure it out before it ended. Um, and the thing with, the thing with uh, M. Night is that I feel like a lot of his movies, it's always about this twist that's about to happen. Yeah. And I'm hoping that he kind of starts to maybe stray away from that. Like maybe Split is just a movie. You know what I mean? Like it has a beginning, middle, and an end, and it doesn't have to be some crazy twist. It's just the story. Because if he keeps doing that and playing that card, people are always are always going to expect the twist, and they're going to be trying to figure it out the entire movie. So I feel like maybe he should stray away from that for a little bit and then come back to it. Um, I, th- I feel like he's been trying to top the sixth sense ever since he made it. You know, and he's never going to be able to do that. That was just such a damn good movie. And and The Village, too. The Village, I was had a pretty good idea of what was going on, too. Yeah, The Village, I had no. I had no. Come on, man. I had no idea that it was like she was going to go out of the woods and it was going to be like modern day. No, I actually thought it was. I, before the movie came out, I watched the trailer. Me and my buddies were sitting about. I said, I guarantee you that it is like a, a secluded community. I was like, where they're living in this like Amish type, you know, community, and then they're gonna go beyond those woods, and it's gonna be the real world. And the sounds that they hear, I thought actually might have been bulldozers or shit, like breaking down shit to actually take over the land surrounding that. But they didn't know what those sounds were, so they thought they were monsters. And then the, you know, but you know, you started seeing those things with the claws, and I'm like, okay, well maybe that's not real. Maybe it's an like. That threw me for a loop for a second, but when it ended up being modern day, I was like, oh, well, that, that's right. It was just they were fucking with them, like, wearing those costumes to scare them. But, I mean, I called that before I even saw it. I mean, I don't know. I just it was It seemed a little too – it seemed to make a little bit more sense that that would actually be the case. The um, – yeah, I think the only M. Night Shyamalan movie that I figured out <laughs> – Just keep saying it wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, so the only one, the only yeah. M. Night Shyamalan movie that I, I figured out was the, uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, Unbreakable. Oh, Unbreakable. But, but see, yeah. that I believe you would have figured out being a comic book person. Only, because, like... only, because, only because Samuel L. Jackson was wearing purple. Okay. So you knew who he was from the beginning. And I was just like, purple is a villain color. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's All the right. bad guy, right? And, and like, he's the one. I didn't know that he orchestrated the, the train crash that created Right, him or, or or that found him, but I knew that he was doing a lot of the things that were, yeah, and he had a cane, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so you know, so I was like, yep, he's the bad guy. But that that's was the only a damn one. good movie, though. Yeah, I loved Unbreakable Man. Such a good flick, yeah. um, dude. Uh, what about listen, listen? So Carrie Fisher died, right? Right, right. Should they make Princess Leia a Disney princess? Hmm. That's actually an interesting question. I don't think so. I mean, I don't. I don't. I, may, I don't know. If they do, if no, they do. no. I don't think that. I don't think that they should though, because 
because she she was not a cartoon character. Like all Disney princesses were cartoon characters. She was were a, they? Yeah. Like, dude, isn't they, there isn't there a live action one that that became a a princess recently or or something like I'm I don't I'm think pretty so. sh- I'm pretty sure. What are you talking about like uh you talking about like Frozen? Like they're doing no because no because Frozen is like Frozen was like CGI or whatever, but there was there wasn't a I don't think there was a live action movie where they made a prince uh, like a, a, a woman a princess. I I think they were all stemmed as cartoon or or animation in some sort. Right, like, but why is there that barrier though? Like, what if Disney does make a movie? Like, I guess I guess the only barrier here to me is not necessarily whether she's live action or cartoon, but she wasn't created by Disney. That's the thing. To me, that's to me that's the biggest barrier. Like why I would say like she shouldn't be a Disney princess because once you make her a princess, now you can go and you can go into uh, like the Marvel movies and stuff. Well, and you can make the Wasp a, a princess. You could make yeah, you know, the Black Widow a princess or whatever. And it's just like now now you're getting fucking ridiculous. But you actually Princess did- Leia is actually a fucking princess though, and that's what's interesting about her being a Disney princess because she's a princess already. Right. But she's te- but like I said, I mean, you're you're answering your own question. I think that, um, you know, because she did not start off being Disney, that she is not. You know what I mean? I feel mm. like yeah. Now Disney owns them. Like so, you you can play that card. All right, it's like Disney owns Star Wars. But I mean, like technically, that wasn't up until recently. So I just feel like that character is just a creation of George Lucas and Lucasfilm. I I, I don't feel like it's a Disney princess. I mean, you can. Say Princess Leia, yes, but I don't think so. Um, and I, mean, I, if they want, if they want to make Rey a princess, uh, that's I, a little bit more. Cause, yeah, but cause I, she was created during the Disney yeah, ownership. But I don't think it's. But it's not a. Um, but but I still feel like it's within the Star Wars universe. I don't feel like it's separate. I feel like Disney is uh, is any type of a cartoon character that has like that once upon a time kind of happy ending type deal. Um, you know, I feel like that is the the poster child for a Disney princess. And I agree with you that if you open that up and let Princess Leia become a Disney princess, then you open up the door to, to a lot of other people or, or, you know, characters coming in, which I think kind of ruins the the um, exclusivity. The, the, yeah. Thank you. Or like the podium of what is a Disney princess? And it kind of reminds me of what they're doing with Mortal Kombat right now. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, super psyched that, like, you know, they got in the alien and they brought in Predator, but they also brought in Jason Voorhees and, and, and there was, um, there was Freddy and Leatherface. And now they're talking about bringing in the Terminator. Now they're talking about bringing in Michael Myers. It's like, all right, well, this is fucking Mortal Kombat. Like, let's keep it like I feel like the alien and the predator, like cool, and and they can. I feel like they should be creating more Mortal Kombat characters instead of bringing in characters that are already known. Because you know then what it they becomes, should do. They should do. It like, becomes blurred. You know how they. You know how they did the DC uh, Universe one. Yeah. They should do. They should just do like a Hollywood fighting game. Yeah. Like they should. Hollywood monsters fighting game, a Hollywood killers fighting game, or something like that. Yeah. A uh, horror movie fighting game, like just based on those characters. But it, yeah, it would be under the Nether Realm uh, they've already umbrella. Got, they've already got your core characters. Now they can just expand on that. You know what I mean? Right. It's just a matter of going out and getting the licenses. Yeah, and they have the money for it. You know, yeah. I feel like they could. I just hope that it, it it doesn't come in. It doesn't turn into this game where everything's very blurred together because that could be bad. <gasps> you just so. said the magic word. What? Game. Game. Yeah, that's right, man. It's game time. It's game time. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Family Game Night, hosted by Redbeard Podcast. <laughs> All right, well, you can go first. Uh, you can ask me the questions first, and then I have five for you. So, um, but whenever you're, whenever you're ready, you just shoot them out. So this is our annual, uh, our weekly Would You Rather. So, um, yeah, man, this is fun. Yeah, man. Go for it. Would you rather have one kilogram of gold mm-hmm. or 200 grams of diamond? <sighs> um, I'm going to go with gold. No, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with diamond because I feel like diamond could be worth a little bit more. And I'm not sure. I'm just going to go with more on that one. So I'm going to say diamond, you know, 74% agree with you. Okay. Why the sound effects are priceless. (laughs) The clicks and the bam. Would you rather live forever Mm -hmm. or be able to change bodies before you die? I'm going to say change bodies bodies before you die because if you change bodies before you die i guess i don't know no i'm gonna say live forever because live forever i'm just gonna assume that that you um that you live forever and you don't have to change bodies like you know what i mean i think that that's what i'm gonna go with oh 45 percent agree with you so not bad all right um I, if that question were asked of me i don't know i think i'd choose the same but for a different reason the reason for me would just be that i think things get complicated if I switch bodies because now what does that mean to switch bodies? Am I jumping into somebody else's body who has already established a life or mm-hmm. am I like going into a new body in a lab? Like, it, like what, what is the, yeah, so is that it like, needs to, it needs is it to like be defined. second chance? Yeah. It needs, <laughs> yeah. it needs to be defined for me where, where living forever is just, I'm living forever and I just don't have to worry about that shit. Right. Right. Um, so I'm just, I, I would choose that too. So cool. Cool. And last one. <laughs> Would you rather suck man tits or <laughs> suck Trump's ass? Is that a real question? That is a real question. All right. Um, <laughs> I was man tits, dude. Like, I gotta, I can't. Yeah, because I, I, honestly, I don't care whose ass it is. I'm not sucking it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to go with man tits. So, yeah. so let's see what that. Yeah, eighty-eight percent. Eighty-eight percent. Twelve. It's interesting that twelve percent of the people that play this game would choose to suck Trump's ass. That's... I think that they said that because it's like they want to see like what happens if they say yes to that. Like how many people? I think they wanted to see the percentage. I guess Try you to can make see the percentage go. if you no. choose suck man tits. But I think they're doing it because it's just the opposite of what they want. You know what I mean? Like just going yeah. being rogue for a second. I wonder if they think Trump would pay for it. Mm, probably. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go. So um, <clears throat> so I actually uh, found another app that's a little bit more raunchy. So, uh, let's, All right. So I'm going to throw these at you. All right. Um, would you rather have an angry porcupine surgically implanted into your anus or get mauled by a tiger. <laughs> I'm gonna get mauled by a tiger because I've, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't like ass problems. <laughs> ass problems suck. But if you get mauled by a tiger, you're fucked. Like you're fucked up pretty bad. Yeah, but it's better than ass problems. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What if the tiger mauls your ass? Then it's you're fucked. 
Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. Um, let's see. Um, <clears throat> what? Would you rather go down on Bruce Jenner immediately after his Olympic performance or Caitlyn Jenner after she took a huge watery dump? Hmm. <laughs> Damn. Yep. Because I think you're going to see the same thing no matter what. <laughs> which it one is. There's really not like, there's not a good answer here. I mean... Uh, uh, I don't know. You got to choose one. Uh, fuck. Um, <laughs> shit, if you put a gun to my head, I mean, I'd probably take a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I don't, know, I don't know the answer to this question. I mean, I can't. God. He's not a particularly good-looking man to begin with. Right. And he's not a doesn't make a great-looking chick. Right. It's like, and you're throwing the odor of fresh, wet shit <laughs> compared to the odor of just finishing an Olympic event. Like, I, sorry, I can't. I don't. I don't have an answer. I mean, oh, boy. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get this out of me. You might as well just <laughs> go on to you... the next one. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> all right. Would you? They didn't need to go that far. I think yeah, they no. did, though. I think they did. So, all right. Would you rather own a pet giant panda or a pet red panda? Do you know the difference? No. Like, uh, like a panda, uh, like a regular panda is like the white and black. Animal. The red panda is like, like they, this, they, it looks they look like, like a, a raccoon. Monkey, right? It looks like a raccoon, but it's got it's like red fur. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have a pet red panda. Red panda. Yeah. Right, cool. They probably eat a lot less. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think you're going to get... Because pandas are weird. I don't, I don't know. Like, they're cool, but they're just such a weird animal that I feel like we still don't know a lot about. Mm. They're just, like, extinct, and they're not, and they're weird. They just roll over and eat stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, 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 give me one more, because I skipped that other one. All right. Um, <laughs> this is literally the next thing that popped up. <laughs> Whatever your answer was in the last question, you are now single-handedly responsible for that species extinction from gonorrhea. Nice job, fuckface. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, Fantastic. Here we go. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Um, all right. Um, would you rather jump up and down for two hours or run a marathon twice over? So I guess run two marathons. I, don't know. I guess that's what it means. What do they say? Jump up and down for two hours? Two hours or run a marathon twice over. So basically yeah, run. I'd, I'd jump up and down for two hours. Right? Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like that's kind of an I'd easy. i do that all day. Hell yeah. Give me another one. All right. Um, would you rather get impregnated by an alien species or have your mind controlled by your worst enemy? I'd rather get impregnated by an alien species. Really? Because I know it will never happen because they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, answering this question though, you have to accept the fact that there are aliens. Out there. <laughs> for that, for this thirty seconds, you have to accept the fact that there's a possibility. <laughs> I like that you. I like that you said that they don't exist, but you're you're also like you, you actually thought that you were gonna have to possibly blow Caitlyn or Bruce Jenner. Like, no, that was never gonna happen. So yeah, the, that wasn't gonna. So happen. this isn't isn't either. Yeah. Okay. So impregnated by an alien or have your mind controlled by your worst enemy? 
How are they impregnating you? Do we know? No. Uh, get mind controlled. All right. All right. Cool. Mind controlled by your worst enemy. There it is. All right. Well, that pretty much does it. Bells for, are ringing. <laughs> does it for this. Uh, Children singing. Jesus. Oh, my God. That's over. That's over. It's time to say goodbye. That's a horrible. Wow. Um, <laughs> all right. I think this is uh, this is it for this week on Red Beer Podcast. So uh, we will catch you guys next week. And That's uh, it. make sure uh, you keep checking Twitter and uh, obviously RedBearPodcast.com. We do yes. have we have Terracon coming up next month. Terracon. So, um, so definitely keep posted because uh, we're going to be checking that out. So we will see you guys then. Yeah, boy. Peace. Peace. Later.